It's Thursday, September 16, 2021. We do expect rounds of heavy rainfall to continue in an area that is frankly already fully saturated. Nicholas adds insult to injury in storm-battered Louisiana. Clean energy future is an economic imperative and a national security imperative and an environmental imperative. Biden continues pitch for clean energy solutions and urgent action on climate. States move to hold producers responsible for plastic pollution. Plus, those companies include Exxon, Shell, Sunoco, and Sitco. Vermont is the latest state to sue the fossil fuel industry for lying about global warming. All the truth behind those lies and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We know it's causing climate change. Human activity. This is no longer subject to debate. And I might add, windmills do not cause cancer. Well, that's not what I heard, Mr. President. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Dizzy Doyen, I'm afraid we're not anywhere near the end of storm season this year. And Yet the storms continue to continue. Yes, they do. In Louisiana, Tropical Depression Nicholas is tossing a wrench into the recovery from Hurricane Ida, dumping relentless rain and spawning tornadoes in areas that suffered flooding and extreme damage from Ida just two weeks ago. Thousands of rooftops are currently covered only in flimsy tarps. Power is slowly being restored. Nicholas is the 14th named storm of the 2021 season and the eighth storm to make landfall in the U.S. this year. The record for landfalling storms is 11, set just last year, and we still have two and a half months to go in hurricane season. Oh, brother, is any of this getting through to these oil states like Louisiana and Texas. Well, President Biden warned about the costs and dangers of climate change in his remarks at the National Renewable Energy Lab in Colorado this week, pitching his Build Back Better agenda as a vital step toward fighting and adapting to climate change and calling his clean energy proposals, quote, an economic imperative and a national security imperative that are necessary to address costly and deadly impacts. You know, we have to invest in being more resilient because of the impacts of climate. We have to make the investments that are going to slow our contributions to climate change today, not tomorrow. And here's the good news. Something that is caused by humans can be solved by humans. We'll see. A key climate policy in Democrats' $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation bill passed out of one committee this week, the landmark Clean Electricity Performance Plan, which would pay utilities to accelerate the switch to clean energy. But it is facing powerful opposition from utility companies heavily invested in coal and from within the Democrats' own party. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of the coal state of West Virginia, chairman of of the Senate's Environment Committee is also trying to eliminate the program despite its popularity in his own state. The Intercept reports that Manchin has himself profited millions every year from family investments in coal. Yeah, I thought you were going to say it's being opposed by utility companies heavily invested 
in Joe Manchin. Indeed. Meanwhile, a new study this week confirms previous research indicating that the vast majority of fossil fuel reserves owned today by countries and companies must remain in the ground to avoid the worst aspects of climate change. The researchers conclude that 90 percent of coal and 60 percent of oil and gas reserves must remain untapped for humanity to have even a 50 percent chance of capping global temperatures at 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. The researchers note that will require private companies and countries with nationalized oil industries to write down the value of their reserves. Did you hear that, Joe Manchin? More than 2,000 scientists and academics have called on the United Nations to adopt and implement a fossil fuel non-proliferation treaty as the annual U.N. General Assembly gets underway in New York City, noting that, quote, fossil fuel impacts are global and require a global solution. The group calls for a legally binding plan for an equitable phase-out of all fossil fuel production, in keeping with the global scientific consensus to not exceed 1.5 degrees of global warming. Several states are addressing plastic pollution. California passed a state law banning companies from putting the recycling symbol on items unless they can prove the material is actually recyclable. There's an idea. Maine and Oregon are adopting a strategy that makes plastic producers responsible for the waste that they produce instead of taxpayers by requiring producers to pay all or some of cities' recycling costs. Finally, Vermont is the latest state to sue major oil companies this week. Vermont's attorney general alleges the companies violated consumer protection laws, misleading the public in their ads and publications about the impact of their products on the climate, deceiving Vermonters since at least the 1960s. (laughs) I'll take it. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Lies, lies, I can't believe a word you say. Lies, lies, are gonna make you sad someday.